Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshka, your host, Dawn and I, Dawn Kennedy and I. We are here Hmm. and we are talking about the power of Pentecost and the power of Pentecost is the Holy Ghost, Mm -hmm. is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so we are in Acts chapter 2 and we're talking about the actual day of Pentecost. And listen... They were all there. The Jewish people were all gathered in Jerusalem to celebrate the actual Feast of Pentecost, which we talked about on the last program. We're not going to go into all that because I'll get off. (laughs) No no (laughs) pictures. Go back and watch it (laughs) and go back and listen to it. But uh, they were there to actually celebrate the Feast of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came, which the Feast of Pentecost symbolized. It literally fell on the day of Pentecost. And it says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. So, uh, the rushing mighty wind, like the sound of wind, uh, it was a mighty unseen power that they could feel. We heard one of those last night. Yeah, we heard In the tornadoes. In the tornadoes, yeah. Oh, man. A rushing mighty wind of great power. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Think about the Holy Spirit and His power. And it was suddenly, He came, <coughs> and He was blowing upon them uh, in a great and a mighty way. And they were, there appeared to them uh, divided tongues as of fire. Uh, it looked like flames of fire resting on their heads. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, can you imagine? But it didn't burn them. It didn't burn them. <laughs> And it, but it signified the power mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit will set you on fire with His presence, set you on fire uh, with His His precepts, with His with the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Right, the Holy Spirit. That fire comes, and and but they were expecting. They were there for it. Mm-hmm. Don, they came. Because they wanted it. They wanted whatever God had for them. Mm -hmm. They were expecting it, Mm -hmm. and they were in one mind and one accord with each other and with what Jesus had said. And the wind came, and it filled the whole household. Listen, the Holy Spirit, to me that's symbolic. It's spiritual. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes, I'm talking about the evidence of uh, of the gifts of the Spirit. And the speaking in tongues, and that's beyond uh, beyond the new birth. That sec that second experience when he comes and it fills said he filled the household. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, that can it'll affect your whole household. Mm-hmm. Don, it, it can change affect, the atmosphere. It can change the atmosphere. <laughs> change what's going on in mm-hmm, your marriage with mm-hmm, your children. Mm-hmm. It changes the atmosphere. And then it gives the Holy Spirit latitude to work in your family, in your life, in the situations. The Holy Spirit, for lack of a better word, is a game changer. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will 
And so after this, you read the, go read the whole book of Acts. See what then happened with those boys, with those disciples, with the men and women that were filled with the Holy Spirit. It said they turned the world upside down. <laughs> and they said, who are these people? They're unlearned men. <laughs> oh, but they had the indwelling teacher. Right, the one who knows it all. Yeah, yeah, the power <laughs> of the Holy Spirit. You can Spirit. see the whole picture. Yeah, and they turned the world upside down. That was a baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence and speaking of tongues. It said, the, the, there, then there appeared to them divided tongues, right, coming down upon them together uh, as flames of fire, and it sat on each of them. See, it's for each of us, mm-hmm, dog. Mm-hmm. It's not just a group thing. Yay for the group thing. Mm-hmm. But it is for each Individual. of us individually, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. separately. And they were all, all, all that we're expecting, all that we're seeking, all that were there with that purpose to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. They all began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. So you can have it. That's right. If you expect it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to read the, my commentary on this. This is the initial fulfillment of Jesus' promises in Acts 1, 5, and 8. The interchangeable terms in each of these references is common to Acts. Uh, the Old Testament expectation about the coming of the Spirit and the beginning of the new era is at last fulfilled. Other tongues here refers to spoken human languages, unknown to the speakers, but known by others. Sometimes we speak in known tongues that we don't know, but it's known languages. And other times it's tongues of like angels. It's heavenly mm-hmm. languages. Uh, unknown to the speakers, but known by others. A distinct practice of the Spirit's fullness that evolved at some later point in the development of the church is that of speaking with unknown tongues of angels. Mm-hmm. That's in 1 Corinthians 13.1. Look, look it up, y'all. Look it up. Began to speak indicates that they continued in the process. It's not a, It's not meant to be a one-time, one-and-done, oh, I did it, okay, go we on We encounter life. that a lot. And when yeah. we're out ministering, mm-hmm. you, we ask people that, have you been filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, I was once. Mm-hmm. Well, do you practice? Do, do you, you activate do you act, it? Do you keep speaking in tongues? Well, I haven't in a long time because they don't understand that it was an ongoing, it's an ongoing right. process. Yeah. It's an ongoing tool. It's an ongoing uh, ability from the mm-hmm. Lord. It's an abiding mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. on the inside of us. And again, we're going to try to hurry up and get to a point too, where we can talk about the things that the Holy Spirit does. Mm-hmm. And we understand, so you can understand why you mm-hmm. want to continue right. in this, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, Luke could be indicating that they continued speaking for an extended, extended time. More likely, however, he has indicated that this practice continued in their lives. Yeah. Just as he records the church continuation of what Jesus began both to do and teach. Hallelujah. Many contemporary Christians from all denominational backgrounds believe that the phenomenon of speaking with tongues or speaking in a spiritual language, language the speaker has not formally learned or known, by may accompany a person's initial surrender to the fullness of the Holy Spirit. In classical Pentecostal tradition, this experience is expected and is doctrinally expressed in the words, the initial physical evidence of the baptism with the Holy Spirit is speaking with other tongues. Uh, And then it goes on, I mean, there's, it's a long commentary. It talks about the gifts of the Spirit, worshiping in the Spirit, 
Um, there's lots of, there's gifts beyond speaking in tongues. Um, but I tend to believe that the, because it says here the initial experience, they began to speak with other tongues, that that to me has always been the initial baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Other people think other things, but I just, because this is when it first fell. Mm-hmm. That's that, that law of the first, the first fruits or the first th- time it happened. And so, but there is so much more to being baptized in the Holy Spirit and having that experience ongoing in your life and operating uh, in the Spirit of God. Um, so anyway, we're going we're gonna to move on. Let's look, Dawn. Let's see, where are we? Now, let's go to... So number one, we've already talked about how Acts 1.8 says you shall receive power. So one of the benefits that we've already discussed of receiving this baptism of the Holy Spirit, like what happened in Acts 2, uh, verse 4, is power. Mm-hmm. Power in your life, power for service, power for ministry. Now, and let's look, turn over to Romans 8, 26. Romans 8, 26, really quickly. My Bible automatically opens to Romans 8. All the time. There you go. <laughs> I have this new Bible. It's not hardly opening at all. I've got a brand new Bible that I love. My son got me for Mother's Day, but I don't have it marked and I can't find the stuff. <laughs> Romans eight twenty six. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Now, Paul is speaking in this verse, my commentary says, and I totally agree, about the prayer life of Christians generally and is, uh, and is not specifically discussing... Let me get back to where I'm at. Um the question of speaking in tongues. But there are similarities between speaking in tongues and the activity Paul describes here. For speaking in tongues is often prayer or praise in syllables the speakers do not himself understand. Don, can you look at 1 Corinthians 14.2? We are in a Bible study, y'all. 1 Corinthians 14.2. So uh, Paul describes here uh, for speaking in tongues is often prayer or praise in syllables the speaker does not understand himself. In other words, in this Romans 8.26, it talks about uh, groanings which cannot be uttered or understood. Uh, so in, in the speaker does not himself... Okay. In 1 Corinthians 14.2, and both kinds of speech are made effective by the Holy Spirit. So what does it say in 1 Corinthians 14.2? It says, For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people but to God... Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. Okay. So, this, Paul is making the correlation too as well about not just prayer in general. Yes, prayer in general, but praying in the Spirit with groanings and utterance which cannot be understood. Because when you pray in the Spirit, it says, He who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is. So when you pray in the heavenly language, you are praying the perfect will of God in a situation. A lot of times, 
there are many times I'm faced with situations or my family members or our ministry with things that I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to pray. Right. I just begin praying in the Holy Spirit in my heavenly language. And I pray it because I know I'm praying the will of the Spirit. Again, he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. I know that I know I'm praying the perfect will of God when I engage in praying in my heavenly language. Mm-hmm. And so that is one another one of the benefits is the power, but also praying in the Holy Spirit, the perfect will of God uh, that can be accomplished on earth. It gives the latitude, the Holy Spirit latitude, or a, a greater ability to work in our lives when we are praying the prayers in agreement with the word, with the will of God for us. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, in Psalms one thirty nine, I believe it talks about yeah uh, how every day of our life is written in a book before mm-hmm. ever as there ever was one before they ever took place. Well, I want to walk out the book of heaven mm-hmm. written about me, my book. Mm-hmm. I want to walk it out. And when I pray in the Holy Spirit, I know I'm praying according to that to that end. Mm-hmm. I may not understand it. I may not know all this in I don't know all this in my book. I know I'm part of what's in my book is I'm supposed to preach, teach, administer, and music. I know that. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of specifics I do not know. Mm-hmm. But the Holy Spirit knows. He knows. And so that is another uh benefit, the, the empowerment, praying the will of God. Now uh, and then you already brought up uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 2, uh, speaking uh, the mysteries of God. You speak mm-hmm. the mysteries of God. Now, Jude chapter 20. Let's look at that. Jude chapter 20. Hey, right Jude. before revolution. <laughs> Revelation. <laughs> Verse 20. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying and the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jude exhorts his readers to edify themselves with the apostolic teaching. A vital part of their spiritual growth is praying in the Holy Spirit. Such praying includes praying in one's own language, as prompted by the Spirit, praying with groanings which cannot be uttered, which is Romans 8.26, praying in your own language is Romans 8.15, and praying in a tongue unknown to the one praying. That's 1 Corinthians 14, 4 and 14. 1 Corinthians 4 and 14. So, uh, that when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you build yourselves up. That's one of my favorite scriptures mm-hmm. because it says my most holy faith. Mm-hmm. And so, I want to activate the holiness in me. I want to activate the plan of God mm-hmm. in me. And I want to, uh, I don't want to activate my flesh over God's will for my life. We all have desires. We all have things that we can be bent towards or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But I want to activate my, my most holy faith. Mm-hmm. I, want it, I, want it, I want God to see in me. I know he already sees his son in me. Mm-hmm. But I want him to see my desire for him. Yeah. And I activate it by praying in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I love it. Now, Dawn, we are going to turn over to Luke chapter 11, and we're going to start with verse 9. Now, this is talking about receiving the Holy Spirit. Luke eleven nine. So I say to you, ask, 
and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a, offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Now, I want to read real quickly here my kingdom dynamics in my Bible. Uh, Jesus' instruction about receiving the Holy Spirit is directed toward three obvious points of human concern. The Lord, number one, the Lord is faithful to give the Spirit. Number two, it is the responsibility of those seeking the Holy Spirit to ask. And number three, receiving the Holy Spirit is a gift and cannot be earned or secured outside of the exercise of faith. The pattern of seeking in this passage does not serve as a model for pursuit of the Lord, but rather as contrast to the human methodology employed to secure benefits from those who are evil. The Lord himself is good and ever available to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. The Lord desires to pour out the Holy Spirit on those desirous of receiving. Isn't that good? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. It is so good. So there are three imperatives in the Greek that are present tense in Luke 11.9. It's a denoting a, a continuous asking, seeking, and knocking. I love this, Dawn, because I've prayed with lots of people to be filled with the Holy Spirit and um, for them to receive the, like, Acts chapter 2 about the, in, the initial evidence of the prayer language, right? Mm -hmm. I love it because it's made such a difference in my life. And people make it so complicated. <laughs> they try to make it so hard. They try to overthink. In fact, I just prayed with someone at a service uh, last weekend. Mm -hmm. And this was an older person. And uh, I would guess in their 70s. And I asked if they had ever been filled with the Holy Spirit. And she was dealing with a lot of things. And uh, a, lot, a lot of things that are impossible and natural. And I said, have you ever been prayed had, had your prayer language or filled with the Holy Spirit she said well I've tried before I tried and I, I tried to analyze it and I said that's the problem <laughs> it's a spirit thing don't overthink it <laughs> don't overthink it and I said uh, do you need power she said oh yes I <laughs> said well that's the baptism of the Holy Spirit and I just you know simply explain that if you ask for it just like you said if you ask he will give it Mm-hmm. When does he give it to you? When you, when you ask. ask. Right, when you ask. He said, I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to offer good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask 
him. Mm -hmm. Those who ask him. And see, it's a, I always say it's a simple childlike asking of their father. A believing you have a good father. Just like when we pray the prayer of salvation. Mm-hmm. You have to believe, right? right? That you received salvation. Mm-hmm. You have, that you you received uh, a cleansing. Mm-hmm. That you've been freed from all your sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, then you yeah. receive the Holy yeah. Spirit just as easily. What is it? Believe with your mouth and con- uh, c- c- believe with your heart and confess with, with your, your mouth. mouth. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, unto salvation. Mm-hmm. Well, to receive this uh, this aspect of the Holy Spirit you ask Mm -hmm. and you believe that when he gives it to you it's there well then Dawn right we activate it Mm -hmm. I always tell people activate it you just asking for it so he's there he's not a God that that is uh, will say he's going to give you something then not give it Mm -hmm. not come through so it's there he just gave it to you when you ask like a little child now open your mouth and just let let that language begin mm-hmm. to flow through you. Just, you know, stop praising him or praying in English and just believe because he said it. It may not sound like something you've ever heard. It may not. It may even sound silly, y'all. Yeah. My first words mm-hmm. sounded something to, uh, like Alibaba when I first. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, that was mm-hmm. what I related or what I remembered at first. And I just started praying. And then all of a sudden... It, it just started, started coming yeah. out, and then it grows, and it gets yeah, uh, fluent, fluent, and it gets more more language, mm-hmm. and it may be one word, mm-hmm. but speak it out. Yeah, speak it out. He was a gentleman. The Holy Spirit will not make you open your mouth, mm-hmm. and will not make you to move your tongue, will not make the words come out. You just agree with it, and it's and not something to be afraid of. No, you access it. <laughs> you you ag- you agree with it. You 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 begin to activate it and give it place and just let it come forth and some people are so concerned about other people may hear it or what people are going to think you know what you just got to let that go because it's the most wonderful thing uh beyond salvation right it's i mean it's the most wonderful thing is salvation and then to have the gift of the holy spirit of this heavenly language and all the gifts of the spirit of first corinthians chapter 14 all those things it is the bible says it's to your sons and your daughters and your children that are far off go back and read joel chapter 2 uh just begin reading all of Acts and you will see it is for us today so you just ask Lord fill me with the Holy Spirit I ask you to fill me up full I want the power of your spirit and I, Lord with the with the heavenly language and and all the gifts of the spirit fill me up I yield to you I yield my tongue I yield my voice have your way fill me up to overflowing empower me I believe I receive it in Jesus' name. And then just begin to speak it out. Begin to release it because uh, he's not a liar. He said he'd give it to you. And he is not one that disappoints. And just begin to allow it to go forth. I'm telling you, it is so precious and beautiful and wonderful. And so I pray that over you. Let me quickly. I've got about two minutes. Okay, let me quickly just share. If you want to write this down, uh, these are scriptures you can go back and study today that we went over. John chapter 1, verse 29 through 34. Acts 1, 1 through 8. Acts 2, verse 1. Uh, Acts, John chapter 1, well, I already said that one. Uh, Luke 24, 46 through 49. John 20, verse 22. Luke 11, verses 9 through 13. Go study those. Go st- and, and 
Joel chapter 2. Study those. If this is something that you're not accustomed to or you've never really quite believed it, study the scriptures, not the doctrine of man. Study what the word itself says. And he says, this shall be for your children and all your children's children. It's to each one who will. It's for whosoever will. So I just encourage you to study that. I encourage you to get baptized. In the Holy this is Pentecost. Power of Pentecost. Guys, it's so awesome uh, to receive it. And you can. You can. Call our prayer line at 866-241-0579. We have anointed train, trained prayer ministers that will pray with you. Mm-hmm. To be filled with the Holy Spirit. They will get in agreement with you and help pray. Or for salvation. Or for sal- salvation. Absolutely. To receive Christ as your Savior, which you can just do that right now. I ask you in my life, forgive me of my sins. I confess my sins. Take over my life. Jesus, be the Lord of my life in Jesus' name. It's so simple. But they will pray with you over your needs. And also go to our website at louada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. I have an entire series called the Baptism and Fire of the Holy Spirit a TV series that I did and you can pull that up and you and in fact we're releasing that one every day on uh, Facebook right now get in there and study it with me all right hey I love you guys so much and I will catch you all next week <laughs>